Welcome to Prophets and Prodigals, the podcast where we explore the walks of life and faith of individuals most would expect to have it all figured out. The Bible is peppered with stories of prophets, prodigals, and kings not following in the footsteps of their parents or tripping up quite a bit along the way, proof that sin nor faith is genetic. Despite this, there is a misconception that many children of ministers, missionaries, and other followers of Christ have got it all figured out. In this podcast, we'll chat with individuals who have lived starkly different lives than their parents, those who felt called to follow on in those footsteps at an early age, those who have walked away from faith but have returned, and those who are still searching. Welcome to the podcast. I am interviewing today my friend and brother, Ron Lee, and we are going to jump into the questions right now. So, Ron, my first question for you is, what originally connected you to the church? Um, so, originally, um, would be my mom, right? I, 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 was, I was pretty much raised in the church. I can't remember a time in life where, um, you know, I wasn't in church as a young person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. So early on, early on. <laughs> so, what's your earliest church memory, if you can think of it? What's your earliest? <laughs> church earliest church memory, and I don't know how old I was, but I was I was young, and we were in a small storefront church, right? And we didn't have pews. We had we had tape. We had chairs. So these were like the. I don't know if you remember that. Like, no, like this was a, this was obviously in the '80s, so it's like these, these were the old school um, chairs to where it was like I wanted. I don't know if it was leather, but they was like steel chairs with like yeah, <laughs> and another red like red leather on the on yeah. the seat, and then red leather on the back, right? Yeah. So you know, so we sitting on that, and I'm thinking I'm in like I might have been I had to been in the front row because uh, I, I I hear the stories of it. Well, I haven't heard it in quite some time, but when I would hear the stories, I was in the front row. Um, and I guess, I don't know if we were praying or whatever, but I kind of, you know, laid my head down. Um, long story short, I laid my head down and I, I fell asleep. And then because I'm asleep, I kind of fell forward. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, de- I definitely heard, heard about that quite frequently. You know what I'm saying? How old were you then? I had to be about five, maybe six years old. Oh, I, was okay. so I, I can definitely say that I fell, I fell asleep in church many times. Yeah. Like growing up in the church and having a dad that was a minister and being in every single service, eventually it was like, especially the night services, the Sunday night services, I slept in every single one of them. I don't think there was one I was awake. Right. <laughs> I would just lay across the pew and I was done. <laughs> So, okay, um, so have you always, would you say that you've always believed in God? And I know that you said you, you grew up in the church, your mom kind of brought you into it. Have you yeah. always believed in God or had that conviction that he was real in your heart? Yeah, um, and that's one thing I was, I was talking with my wife with a little while ago. Yeah, there's never been a, a, a period in my life where I did not necessarily believe, right? That, you know, it was never like a, uh, yeah, uh, of, of faith wavering as far as believing. Now, me me walking in that belief, 
that's something totally different. But where I believe, like, no, there there is a God, there is a supreme being, there is a most high. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that thought of it not being has never crossed my mind. Okay. Good to know. That's interesting. <laughs> I think because a lot of us as kids, I think we believe it because our parents say it. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know that we ever step back and think, like, is this something that we believe because it's real or yeah. is it because our mom or our dad says it's real? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no. And like I said, I mean, I think for me, like I said, though, I don't know, I was, I've, I've been always able to kind of separate y'all from people. You know what I'm saying? So where it's like, I know people, you know, they would have these experiences and then they would question like, okay, does God exist because of something that they experienced? But I just always just chalked that up to people. It was never like, I mean, yeah, it was, it was yeah, it's weird. It's, it's never been a do, do, do I really believe this or does God you know does God really exist like yeah that, that it was always nope I, I know that there is a God um and then yeah it's just about me okay now let me make sure my life reflects what it is that I <laughs> that I that I that I know or that I believe opposed to me okay I believe there's a God but I'm out here doing what I got what I'm out, I'm out here doing what I wanted to do yeah and convicted every every so often every so often the conviction to kind of kind of resonate or settle in is like hold on let me let me make some adjustments but you know being young you make those adjustments temporarily mm-hmm. uh, only to go back to you know what you was doing you know yeah. like I said, you, you're a kid so. I like that's what you said though about you know understanding that it's people like these mm-hmm. bad things that happen like things that happen to you people have free will and they make choices yeah. I think it's so difficult for people at times to understand that you know just because God allows things to happen or allow certain people to pass through your life doesn't necessarily mean it's him that's doing the bad thing to you. Yeah. And I think it's really difficult for people to make that distinction. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I've, I've seen that over over time. It's like yeah. they, they, they equate it to him. Or sometimes it's not, it's not even they equate it to him, but they wonder like, well, why why would you allow this to happen? It's yeah. just that occur, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I understand that. I just, I personally just never had those experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. But anyway, <laughs> so um, what is your relationship with God like right now, and how would you say it's changed over time, like over the course of your life? Right. Um, I would say that is is actually great. Right. Um, I think that I'm, you know, more closer and more connected. Mm. Um, over time, it's just you know, like I said, it's weird. I've, like I said, I've always had. Um, like I said, I just uh, understanding of who he was. I think when I was younger, I was I don't I don't feel as though I was called. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 young. Right? I, I was just a, the typical young person, right? But I know that there, if I look back over it, I I can see his hand protecting me from certain things that um, should have and could have t- taken me out, right? In one way, shape, form, or fashion. Right. So by me understanding that, I know that there was a call, right? Um, I remember, I remember young. I might have been in like the, maybe the third or fourth grade, right? And they might, somebody might have asked me, you know, what was I going to be when I grow up? And my 
response was oddly or surprisingly or I think I said a preacher or a pastor or something like that. Like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, I don't know where that came from, right? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm very um, accurate, I have to say. Having gotten to know you over the past year, I think that you're on to something. You were on yeah, no. then. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. So so yeah, so so rewinding in to so about third or fourth grade, I remember that. And then fast forward, I took like a um like an assessment just to kind of see, I guess, what my spiritual gifting was. Mm. And pastor, pastor being one of those things. So, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of, you know, the gifting that that, that Yah has given me um, to, and this, you know, I, shepherd or, you know, just oversee, you know, I call it the big brother, the big brother spirit, right? To be a big brother to those, you know, within the faith, yeah. um, regarding their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, over the years, yeah, I think I've, you know, I've gotten closer. It, it, like I said, when I was younger, I knew, I like I said, I, I felt that covering and that protection. I maybe felt a little tough, but just, you know, you young and you allow for everything in, in, in the world to kind of, uh, you know, cloud your viewpoint and your judgment and whatnot. And then, you, you know, you just want to, when you're young, you want to blend in. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be set apart. You know what I'm saying? You want to kind of, mix and blend in though there was things that were you know set up structure wise that you know we my, my mom was putting us in place to be set apart but once again you you fighting that as a, as a kid so yeah as i got older and i and i, I th- i'm thankful for this too um because everybody's experience is different but for me i did all my little stuff middle school high school um during you know my college age that's when it was like a seriousness to where okay um if I'm saying that this is who I am and this is what I believe, then now my life needs to reflect that. So about 2021, that's kind of where that 180, you know, took place. Um, and I, you know, just kind of, you know, started drawing closer to him. Now I will, I will say because you know you kind of asked me how did it look then, how did it look now? Um, there was a moment or a space in time in my 30s to where I was in a wilderness uh, place, just because it was like. And studying God's word, you know what I'm saying, for itself, the things that I was seeing in his word was different from what I was seeing in the church, right? right? Yeah. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm, I know I'm not the only one seeing this, right? But nobody from in my conversation with people, they wasn't seeing nothing. And you know what I'm saying? And they looking at me like I'm, I'm the one crazy. I'm like, well, hold on, we reading the same Bible, right? And that's when I found out that everybody not reading you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like we all we all got a Bible, but yeah. not everybody reading it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like everybody, have to yeah, say. yeah. They, they just listen to what the pastor's saying. Yeah. And yeah. you know, to the so to the pastors. So, I, so I'll say this, right? So you have some people who are who are mindful of what they're doing, and you have some people that are ignorant to what they're doing. Where it's like it's not intentional, yeah. but it's like you know they you know yeah. It's like if you're only listening to your pastor one day a week, even if it's two days a week, even if it's three days a week, yeah. you're going to be limited in what you get. Yeah. Because a lot of times what that pastor is giving you is their experience, exactly. their interaction. Yeah. So it's still biased. It's still a single gaze, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, okay, let me open up the scriptures myself. So, yeah. you know, when I was at this point in my life where I was opening up the scriptures for, for myself in like my late 20s and things like that, um, and I started seeing stuff, I'm like... 
something ain't right. And I'm not a person that can go along just to get along, right? So <laughs> but what I did is I, I just kind of, I kind of, you know, bowed out gracefully from the institution, yeah. um, you know, because I'm like, okay, I'm seeing a lot of paganism and a lot of things going on. Um, so I kind of just kind of bowed out just so that I would not be a stumbling block for anybody else. And because I'm trying, and I wanted to get clarity myself, and it's hard to get clarity when you're in an environment that's convoluting your your vision. Yeah. Once again, once again, I wasn't, I wouldn't even say it was intentional. It's just the reality of it, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so from, I don't even know, I probably said the, the past 10 years, well, last year, not, not including last year, but prior to that, like it was about a decade where I was in this wilderness place um, and where I was like, I was just like, okay, okay, Father. Like, I want to experience you like the, um, like the first century church, right? Like, like them in Acts, right? They didn't have Bibles like we have Bibles today, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, well, how did they experience? How did they interact and engage with you? So I'm like, I'm like putting this demand on him, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, and he, you know, he he, he 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 never answered that request, right? Um, what he did do though. Is he like I said? It, he he extended grace and mercy for my for my ignorance. Um, and then about a little over a year ago, almost going on two years, um, you know, he just kind of challenged me like, "Listen, I've given you everything you need in my word and in my spirit, right? Like they did have the Holy Spirit. I was wondering if they had. He was like, but I need for you to 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 seek me in my word and find me in my word. Right. And when I did that, then it was just kind of like this. Yeah this aha illumination yeah. thing where it's like wow you know what i'm saying it's, it is and it's just it's been it's been it's been on and popping since you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's like um yeah it's, it's just it's just been dope because i'm seeing things that i never saw before i'm yeah. understanding things that i never understood before um and it really that that whole seek ye first is really kind of coming yeah. Yeah. um it's coming to fruition it's coming to life where it's like okay you seek ye first and these things will be added and it's just yeah it's just it's it's, it's been it's been dope and that's what I love about God too, is that when you're open to what he wants to do for you and with you and through you, like yeah. he does so much. He like downloads so much when you're ready. Yeah. You just have yeah. to be ready. And that's why I think people need to understand, like it's not gonna be the same experience. Like you said earlier, what, the, what God is speaking to the pastor, while it can be helpful to you in the moment or during that hour that you're at church or how many hours you're at church, right. you still need to seek him on your own because there are yeah. things that he will speak to you that he hasn't spoken to your pastor. Exactly. And like, it's very, I think the word of God is very personal and he did, he wrote it. I mean, it's been written for everyone, but it's very personal how you read it, how you experience it, how you receive it is very personal. And so it's so cool that you told that story because that's, it's absolutely true that we get caught up in this idea that everyone experiences it the same way. And if you're not, there's something wrong with me. And for you to say that, you know, around your twenties was when you realized I need to start like reflecting what I believe. There are a lot of people who, it's like we talked about earlier, who, you know, you go back and forth. Like you start yeah. trying to live right and then you go back and then you, it backsliding is what they call them in the church. And you keep going back and then you get, you feel guilty and then you give up. But it's like, that's normal. And I don't think people realize just how normal that is. And I think, unfortunately, and I don't mean this any disrespect by saying this, but I think the church has a lot to do with that because we have this way in the church of teaching people that you have to be perfect or you don't belong. And it's not a place for like people to come and heal and to be, you know, to, to meet with God. It's a place where we're already already and perfect and we know who God is and we know what we're supposed to do. But it's like, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, why would the church be there if we were all perfect? 
So yeah. yeah, I can't say I bowed out gracefully. I did bow out. <laughs> I don't think it was graceful, like you said. But um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. You know, and and like you said, it's not it's not the institution for me anymore either. Right. It's right. God. It's that experience with God. So yeah. yeah, we all need that, and it needs to be personal. Definitely. So I mean, like, you kind of already answered this question, but when would you say that? Would you say with, that it's in within the last year that it became about just you and God and no one else? Uh, no, I, I think, like I said, I think that when when it took what what took place in my early twenties, I think that was really like the the seriousness of it all, where I kind of looked at it through this lens of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm I'm trying to honor. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to honor the the Most High. Right. Um, now, like I said, you know, there was a lot of things in me that he had to, you know, take out of me. So I know within this past, you know, year or so, year and a half, two, two almost two years, um, you know, there's been a, a um, I don't want, I mean, I don't want to say, a, 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 it's just, it's a returning to where I was, mm-hmm. like I said, in that in that twenty stage. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just more clarity on things. But yeah, I think yeah, twenty twenty one. That's when I really got serious. When it was like, okay, let me let me walk it. Um, like I said, that's where I, you know I saw I, I learned how to you know study scripture, right? Because it's like you said, some people have a Bible and they don't really understand how to how to read it and how to really study it. Um, so I learned how to study it. I learned that, you know, I learned that the text that we have is from the Greek and the Hebrew, mm-hmm. uh, with New, New Testament Greek, Old Testament Hebrew, um, and that there's, you know, you have concordance that can give you the original words, and you look back and see what they mean and get, a, you know, what I'm saying. So I, that's kind of when when I was on that on that on that path and on that journey, mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, once again, it opened up my eyes and I started seeing stuff like the heck, like we shouldn't be doing this, or like it say don't do this, but. This is that. So what? what ah, what's going on? So yeah. So yeah. So now I think that took place in in in, in my in my twenties. Okay. Cool. Cool. And I think would you say that this is a little off script for me, but it's just interesting what you're saying. So I'm just wondering how you think that impacted your relationships now, like your relationship with your wife, like the kind of father that you are. Because I can imagine, you know, I mean, I've met people who they go to church, like they show up, they hear the sermon, and they go about their day, they go about their relationships, but I think that when you when you have a relationship with God, it changes your relationship with people. Yeah. Like, do you agree with that? No, definitely, definitely. Um, and like I said, I, I tell people, listen, just because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm seeking the Father, I'm close to the Father, I hear from the Father, mm-hmm. um, the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of me, I'm not, I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I know that I can be a better husband. I know I can be a better father. I know I can be a better son. I can be a better brother. I can be a better friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what I guess one of those, you know, just redeemable factors, one of the things is that, okay, all those relationships that I named, they, they know that I hear from the father. So they know that even in my imperfection, right, my intentions are not ill. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So though I may miss the mark as a husband or as a father, um, they know that at the end of the day, I have their best interest in mind. So, okay, yeah, though daddy, you know, I don't know, you know, may, he may, I may not, maybe not spend as much time with them as they may want, or I may, I may fuss at them or yell at them, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, but knowing too that when I'm wrong, for the most part, I do try to, you know, 
right those wrongs. I, I acknowledge it like I'm sorry I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Even with my, my wife and my children, mm-hmm. opposed to me trying to make make it perceive something that that is not where it's like, okay, like no daddy's never wrong, daddy's right. Like nah, yeah. like yeah. No, I'm 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 fallible, you know what I'm saying? Just like anybody else. So yeah. you know, I'ma try to be quick when I see it. That's that's one thing me and my wife talk about all the time. It's like it's one thing, it's like okay, if you see an error or fault but I don't see an error or fault. I, it's hard for me to make adjustment because I don't see it. Now, if I see it, then then I can go ahead. And sometimes, you know, the, the father will yeah. use, yeah. you know, one of my my children or my wife or somebody to show me, like, oh, okay, I wasn't aware of that. I, you would say we have on blinders. We we all walking yeah. like this in life, yeah. and sometimes it, it takes for those relationships to be able to show us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So as a result of those relationships, I, I think I'm, I try to make the proper adjustments. But um, yeah, it, it definitely yeah. As a result of me being connected to them, I think that my relationships are a little bit, you know, a little bit stronger than, than what they, you know, could be. Yeah, I, I would say that for myself. I definitely feel like I, I view relationships differently now, and the way I interact with people differently now that I have a relationship with God. And I think it's because He's given me that humility that I didn't have before. <laughs> because it's true, like what you say, we're all about ourselves. Like we're very selfish beings. Like everything is about us and how it impacts us, and you know how it's going to benefit us. But when you're living for God and you're reflecting Him, it just becomes about Him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it doesn't matter. Even if I'm suffering a little bit, if this is where he wants me to be, well, I have to suck it up and do it. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely there. I would definitely say that the relationship with God and the relationship with people, you can't have, like, a relationship with people without one. Like, not a proper one, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no. what would you say then, speaking of relationships, what would you say is the main difference between religion and relationship? So, religion is, is, this, is this very rigid, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can't make a mistake, right? If, if you step out of line, then lightning bolt or whatever the case may be, right? A relationship, like I said, that's, that's the beauty of, of being in a relationship is that, okay, I understand where you are. Once again, the standard of expectation doesn't change, right? right? Like, he still has a standard of expectation. He still calls us to be set apart, to be holy, right? Um, that hasn't changed, but he understands where we are. So he's allowing for us, right, to operate in grace, right? Not so that we can continue to offend, right? But to get it, get it right. Right. right? I'm giving, I'm giving you a grace period. I'm giving you grace. I'm allowing for you to operate in this so that. You know what I'm saying? Once again, you will draw closer to me. As you draw closer to me, now I can share with you a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna give you a little bit more. So now, once you know a little bit more, now you do a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, religion is like if you don't do it this way, perfect God, and they they cut you off and you know yeah. cast you out and all that type stuff, and it's like, nah, that ain't that ain't how it works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, having that right, like having that relationship is like, yeah, like okay, I, now I can I can show you, I can show you me, right, mm-hmm. and I can show you how to um, interact and engage with me, and that's that's really what it's about. Like I said, when, when I look over this this is word, and as I study it, and I see, I'm well, saying when we talk about the commandments, even if we just focus on the ten, mm-hmm. you know, he's giving you ordinances on how to engage with him. 
and then it's giving you ordinance on how to engage with one another right, right? Yeah. and it's like okay listen you adhere to these then you're gonna be good you're gonna be in right standing with me and you'll be in right standing with with your fellow man yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah that's 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 how i view it mm-hmm. it's always, it's interesting because it struck me this morning i was just thinking about how like the, how you're talking about grace and how he like gives you that room to keep changing and to getting better and and religion doesn't give you that room right. i was kind of thinking this morning i'm like you know it's just so and i know it's like it's it seems like it's such an obvious thing <laughs> but sometimes these little things just strike me and i'm just like oh my gosh like it's crazy to think that god is one day gonna say to me like well done my good and faithful servant even though like i messed up like for like many years i kept messing up but then he still gave me another chance and he didn't have to and he gave me another chance taught me so much about who he is and then still tells me that i'm good and faithful like that's that's relationship like imagine not having that yeah and it's all all, all about persevering to the end i mean and it's and not trying to get over so that's another that's another thing about relationship right when you're in a relationship if somebody keeps testing your boundaries Right. right you let them know that no you you keep whatever and they keep they keep doing it mm-hmm. and it's like that's what we call a toxic relationship yeah if you're in a relationship you're not going to keep testing my boundaries exactly you know what I'm saying? that's just that's just it's disrespectful yeah so with, with yah what he's saying is okay though you it's one thing to slip up mm-hmm. right but if i bring it to your attention don't continue to do it. Exactly. You know don't continue to walk in it. You know what I'm saying? He talked about walking it, living it. It's like, no, don't continue to walk in it and live in it. It's one thing if you if you're oblivious to it. Okay, I'm I'll I'll let you know and I'll adjust it. Yeah. Right? You but you have to make the adjustment one once I once I bring it to your attention. And that's the yeah. thing with and even with the, even with that, right? With religion sometimes, um yeah, it's it's even some of those things that we do. We try to hide certain things. It's like, okay, if I if I present this, if I present this here, right, knowing that I have these other things that I'm not really trying to adjust. But if I present this, then I'll be in, I'll be good. Yeah. But it's like that. That's what you're saying. Like, no, it's like I, I check the heart. Exactly. Like, yeah, you can present yeah. this, but if your heart not there, it's like you ain't. Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't. Mm-hmm. Nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, and that's you're just doing it out of obligation. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an obligation, not out of out of a love but that says let's say if you love me you'll keep my commandments exactly. right? yeah that's the difference right there yeah. but that's the thing i know that we like religion i just see like for at least with me in my experience like i was striving and i was always trying to be perfect i'm like well i can't be so what's the point and that's what religion right. has to do you just give up but yeah. then when you have that relationship it's like you feel bad not doing it the right way like you feel bad disappointing god yeah. And like, you know, you have the spirit in you, like convicting you and telling yeah. you, no, this isn't the right way and nudging you in the right direction. And yeah, it's just a beautiful, like it's such a difference. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm switching gears a little bit. Would you say that you've ever done anything that you regret, like as a Christian man or a follower of Christ? Um, would you say that you've ever done anything that you regret that others might look at as less desirable and maybe judge you and say you're not a man of God? Um, I've done some things that I'm, I regret. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely. There's probably some things that I've done and, and maybe even do now that people are like, "Well, you, you're not a Christian, or you know, whatever. You're not a, but you're not a disciple of the Most High." So yeah, so you no, know, it's definitely. And what would your answer to that be? Though? Again, I'm going on script. I don't know why I'm going on script with you, Ryan. I don't know what's listen, happening. Listen, I just tell people, listen. I, I've never, I'm, I've never said that I was, I was blameless. I've never said that, you know, 
Um, I'm not I'm not righteous because of what I've done. I'm righteous because of what Messiah's done. And I'm not justifying anything. Like I said, my thing is if I've done something that is obvious sin, right, obvious lawlessness in the eyes of the Father, then I'm yes, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make those those, those the proper adjustments. I'm gonna have the heart of the David to where, okay, you bring it to me, okay, let me let me let me turn. Right. But if it's something that, you know, that's not necessarily lawlessness in the eyes of the father, but just lawless based off of your understanding or something like that. I ain't got time. I'm, I'm not here to feed you. Yeah. yeah. But if it's obvious, yeah, if it's something that's obvious where this is like, no, it's right here. Black on white scripture like you. This is something that you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the proper adjustments. I'm not going to take the Saul approach where I'm making an excuse. Well, I did that before. I'm, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, that's not my goal or my desire. Like I said, I'm once again, I'm I'm. I'm man like the like the next person, but my that, that's not that's my desire and goal is to make the adjustments so that I can you know be pleasing right. to, to the Father, not pleasing to man. Okay, I like that answer, and that's the thing because we're not here to please others; we're here to please Him. Yeah, no, nah. like you know what I mean. Because yeah. man, you you always gonna do something different to please man, right? It's like yeah. man's 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 standard is a barometer is always gonna change. Yeah, Yah's standard stays the same. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he hasn't changed it. It's the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, why, why? And then you know, Scripture says, you know, why fear man when they can only, you know, destroy your body? When you should yeah. fear Yah, who can destroy body and soul. So it's like, I ain't got time. Okay, all right, that's what you think. Okay, Father, am I good? I'm good. Okay, cool. <laughs> All matters. It's true. Exactly. Exactly. So okay, so you were, so you've been like, you believed in God since you were a kid. You've been in church. Um, you said something about being in the fourth grade and thinking about being a minister or a pastor. So did you find it difficult to relate to other kids in any way growing up when it came to what you believed and your relationship with God? Yeah, I mean, they fully didn't. I mean, I, I'm still, like, I've, I've, and that's, I think, I don't know if, if that's Yaz doing or what. Um, I've always kind of stood out, right? I've always... Yeah, I'm I'm like this introverted extrovert anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you I'm, I'm like, did you make me like this on purpose or whatever the case may be? I mean, I'm very sociable. I I, I get along with people, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, I mean, there were there were times just kind of explaining certain things. Like people always thought we were Jehovah's Witness because we didn't celebrate Halloween and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, no, we're not Jehovah's Witness. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they didn't understand, right? So just, you know, having those conversations. As a kid, didn't really know how to have them. As an adult, now I know how to have them. And I'm probably even more, um, I wouldn't say extreme, but people will call me extreme now as I'm older. And I'm saying, okay, no, well, no, it's not just Halloween. It's all these other pegging holidays and stuff. So, yeah, so I'll go off into that. So, yeah, but as a, as a, when younger, yeah, it was, it was difficult having those conversations, even with, you know, like music. Like, I mean, I, and I grew up. So, so my dad, he didn't, you know, give his life over to, to, to the father until like, like, like in the nineties sometimes, right? Like, um, so pretty much, though, I think he, he was raised in the church somewhat, but he just kind of did his own thing. So in the 90s, kind of when he kind of, you know, um, gave his life over and, you know, kind of made a, did a, a little a 180 change. Because, um, you know, back, you know, like I said, that, my, my dad, you know, he would, you know, he had beer in the house and all that type stuff, you know, because he, he drunk beer. And like I said, I mean, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with I don't think anything wrong with, with drinking beer my, my, mod, modestly, you know what I'm saying? He, he did it moderately. Um, but 
Yeah, it was it was it was it was just a, it was just a difference. All I have to say is, so different. So my mom wanted to listen to pretty much gospel music. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some 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 certain R&B like Manita Baker or something like that. But it was pretty much you know gospel. Yeah. Um, my dad, he by him being a musician, you know, we he had all you know we he listened to Earth, Wind and Fire. You know what I'm saying? Groups like that. So you know we had there was this interesting place to where everybody else in school, you know, they listen to, you know, and I, and I said, we, we listen to it as well, but, you know, it just, yeah, this, this explaining what, what, you know, what you listen to, we listen to the car system, we listen to the whinings or, or commission, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they ain't really, they ain't know who that, none of those people was, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So yeah, it was, it's uh, oh my gosh, it was like, <laughs> it's embarrassing to me to think about the music that I had to say I listened to. Yeah, and this nah, is something you probably you ever heard of DC Talk? Unfortunately, I have. I've never, I've, 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 I've never listened. I've never listened to DC Talk. So oh, yeah, my mother, yeah. she wasn't like, okay, we gonna get y'all some DC Talk. Like, nah, she didn't do that to it. You know what I'm saying? We had, we had the good stuff. We had, like I said, we had commission, Clark sisters, the whinings. Oh, you know what I'm saying? yeah, we had the good stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna move on in case they ever hear this. <laughs> So, okay, so what would your advice be to others who are struggling with their belief in God or with, like, just people who don't, you know, they don't, they're not walking in faith and they're struggling with their belief in God. You can start there. And then people who are walking in faith but are struggling with their faith. Hmm. All right, so those are little two different questions. So some, yeah, okay. We'll start with the belief in God. Ask me that one again, because I just want to make sure I answer properly. Sure. So what is your advice to others who are struggling with believing that God is real? So they're believing Believing that God is real? Yeah. Um, great question. Yeah, I, my thing is just basically, yeah, I would kind of ask them, you know, what do they believe in? Like people that believe in like, you know, Big Bang and and, Mm -hmm. and all these these other theories, right? They're all theories. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Is... For me, I think it takes more faith to believe in those things than it is to believe in a a, um, a creator, right? Mm-hmm. To think of, you know, think of um, intelligent design. Mm-hmm. I think it takes more faith to believe that this stuff just popped out and it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. but I understand. I understand that thought was like, well, if 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 if, if the most high came out of nowhere, then how can how can't how come we can't come out of nowhere? Right. I say I hear you, but explaining how we came out of nowhere, I don't know. Just to me, it just takes more faith. It's, it's like okay, there's a, there's a self, there's a, there, there's a self-existing deity who we exist out of space, time, and matter. See, right. we're trying to see. We we think that's how we think. We have finite brains, so right. we think in space, time, matter. Mm-hmm. So we have a being that exists out of space, time, matter, that created space, time, matter, right. right? And that created us within this space, time, and matter. So everything that we are trying to understand and comprehend, we're trying to fit in the box of space, time, matter. And when we talk about an intelligent deity, mm-hmm. no, they, they they exist outside of space, time, matter. Yeah. So. So yeah, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, dealing with people in that unbelief, yeah, I, I, it's that's something that um, 
hey, it's like, listen, if that's what you choose to do, I, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can. Um, you know, yeah, I think it takes more faith to believe that. You know, like I said, yeah, when you, yeah, so we, we are these intelligent beings that are able to create and do all these things. And you just think that's just happen happenstance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, me it's like you know when I when I understand creation, it's like we are made in His likeness and His image, right? You know what I'm saying? So you think of our intelligence and the things that we're able to do, like that comes from somewhere. That is just not just organized confusion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Organized chaos is what is what they think that's happening. Whereas like okay, this organization came out of a chaotic situation. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know if I answered it, but that's that's yeah. I don't yeah. That's yeah. No, I hear you. It is. It's like it's to me like when I try to make sense of the idea of a big bang theory, I'm just kind of like, oh, it is. It does take a lot of faith to believe that yeah. we came from that was a single cell organism and years and that, and that's and that's the thing. It's this is there's no evidence to back that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, what about people who are struggling with their faith? So they believe God, they they've experienced God, but maybe they're going through something and their faith is just wavering, and they just don't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, yeah, you said if they if they if they've experienced it or not it, but experience Yah, right? Mm-hmm. If if yeah, it's like you can't take, and that's that's what I'm I've seen. I've seen people they, you know because they're going through a tough time or a trial and it's not going the way that they think it should go or whatever the case may be, then they start to waver. And I'm just like, it's like almost like, no, don't forget. And I think as we even look through scripture, Yah has put so many things in place so that we don't forget that we remember because he knows we have amnesia, right? I mean, we read all throughout the, 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 the Old Testament how the children of Yasharel, the children of Israel, how they, they had amnesia. Yeah. Right, they they forgot that he split the Red Sea. They forgot that he destroyed the Egyptians. They forgot, you know, what I'm saying all these things that he did. They forgot and, and they still complained and murmured and griped and moaned and things like that. My yeah. thing is just encouraging. Don't forget, don't you know, what I'm saying like look look back over the years and see how he sustained you in this moment. Yes, it may be it may be rough. It may be you know hard. Um, you may not have got. The, the thing that you, you know, was praying or seeking and asking for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that he's not good. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and I, I tell people, listen, I, I, everybody's experiences is different. I know the way that I experience and understand and comprehend is different than everybody else. So I try to walk in a, in a level, with a level of empathy, mm-hmm. you know, and understanding. Um, but I, I just disencourage him, like, don't forget, like, it's so it's so and it's okay to it's okay to question. Yeah. It's okay to have questions. It's so gay, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be irritated. It's okay to be bothered. The scripture says, be angry but sin not. Exactly. So it's so it's giving you space. You can be angry, you can be upset, you can be frustrated, mm-hmm. right? And take take those things to to the father. Yeah. A lot of things what they're doing is they're trying to turn to man. And man not gonna be able to, to assist you all the time. Yeah. Man's not gonna have the answers all the time, mm-hmm. right? But that's one thing that I, you know, as I spend time with the Lord and I, you know, as I journal and I pray a lot of times, if I'm, if I'm, you know, maybe venting or, or whatnot, by the time I'm done with my, with me writing, 
Mm. The, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and gave oh, me that. Yeah, that happens yeah. to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh, okay. To share it because then he's yeah. like, well, actually, do you remember this? Like, that's how God works. Like, you want, and I think that people, especially with religion, and I know I keep coming back to this, and I hope people don't think I'm church bashing, but. Uh, like I growing up in the church, like I always felt like you couldn't talk about the things that you doubted. Yeah. Like it was not okay. Yeah. Because there was like if you talked about the things you doubted, you were not holy or you were not worthy or whatever. But it's so interesting because it's not what it says in the word. Like God wants you to talk to Him, and He yeah. wants you to bring those doubts to Him. And then when you do, like you said, He starts to reveal things to you. He yeah. starts to remind you of the things, and he, the, he, the Spirit speaks to you, like in the middle of it all. So oh my goodness, it's so important to talk to God. Yeah. about what you don't understand so so important yeah so and, now, listen, and, and a lot of stuff too that i'm that i'm learning as i'm once again as i'm, as I'm spending time in his word is that a, a lot of and i'm not saying everything right because there are exceptions there are moments that are exceptions to the rule like the Job situation yeah. right yeah yeah um, but a, a lot of stuff and not everything some things we bring on ourselves yeah right yeah. we don't even realize it it's like okay we've We've broken something. We've broken a commandment. Or we've broken a law, and there's a consequence that we're experiencing that we don't even realize. It. Now, it's not—it's not necessarily going to take us out, yeah. right? But it's still—it's still a consequence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people—people people understand that they like, well, well, no, we—we we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I don't get all that. But he's talking about when it comes to the end judgment, right? When we stand before Him in judgment, we're redeemed, yeah. right? But we're yeah. not going to receive mm-hmm. that punishment of the second death yeah there's things that you can do on this earth there's decisions bad decisions that you can make that you can reap the, the consequence for yeah. right so some, a lot of times that's what's taking place i'm yeah. not saying all the time but in some cases that's that's the case yeah. and we have to be aware of that everybody thinking that oh because i'm saved now it should be tipped on through, through tulips and whatnot and that's no. not, okay. like, oh, that's not that was never promised that's what i thought too and i remember i was like but wait <laughs> Because I remember how happy I was when I came back to God, and I was like, it's so wonderful, and I feel so renewed and everything. And then the hardship started, and I was like, wait now, this is what this is about? And it scared me, because I was like, I didn't realize that, like, being in relationship with God was hard. Like, (laughs) I thought that was supposed to be the answer to all of the stuff that was hard. But then, I mean, mean, you have to read the Word, because the Word will tell you otherwise. And even that, it's... it's it's not as hard as we think. It's hard yeah, because we're carnal. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're carnal. So we're de- we yeah. have to deny our selfishness and our carnality and things yeah. like that. So that's what makes it hard. But at the end of the day, it's not hard. And our desire to control. My goodness. That's it. That's, that's it. I struggle. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I know you've kind of touched on this already, but maybe you have another memory. So what would you say is your most embarrassing church memory, aside from face planting in the front chair? <laughs> oh, man. Um, that'd probably be, that'd probably be it, that one there. That one was, that was an embarrassing one. Or oh, I think, oh, I remember, and like I said, I, I think one time I was asleep, and I, I think I stood up. I, I, I oh, kind of like... Yeah, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of stood up there and it wasn't nobody else standing. And they was like, this boy, I think somebody snatched me down like, what you know, Yeah, that was embarrassing there because I, I, I heard that one for quite some time too. Oh, no. Um, yeah, all my had definitely had to, had, to, had, to, had to do with being asleep. Being asleep. <laughs> being asleep, being woken up of some sort, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. (laughs) Okay, so the last question is kind of a three-part question, and it's about the word. 
Um, so I'll ask you the first one. So what would you say is the first Bible verse that you've ever, that you remember hearing? I remember hearing. Yeah. Probably John 3.16. Everybody says John 3.16. Yeah, y'all so love the world that he gave his only <laughs> begotten son that whoever believed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably the first one. Okay, and what would be the first one that you memorized aside from John 3.16? <laughs> Ooh. See, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> I am not a big scripture memorizer like that. Okay. Right? Yeah, I can't tell. I can't. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a big scripture memorizer. So I, that would probably, that's that's probably the one. Probably think. <laughs> in, in the beginning was the word. There you word go. was with Yah. Yah was. You know what I'm saying? Like John one one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Not yet. Yep. Yep. John one one. Okay. And okay. So, what's your favorite Bible verse of all time? Favorite right now, what I would say. Not right now, because that's the next question. Of right. all time. Of all time? <laughs> the mm. one that speaks to you the most. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I just, I listen, I, I when I say I love y'all's word and it's and right? Because that's what I'm saying. I try to look at it in its, I try to look at it in its totality. I know. Um, but I'll say, like, right now, and, and I would say even more than right now, but it, it definitely resonates with me in this in this at this yeah. thing in my life. That's I'm in the a, last question is the one that speaks to you the most yeah. right now. I'm right now I'm in the ecclesiastical stage of my life, right? Yeah. Where it's like when it's all said and done, right? It's yeah. like we're supposed to fear Yah and keep his commandments. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it. That's like the that's like the head. Close the book. That's it. Fear yeah. y'all keep his commandments. So that's kind of that's what's speaking to me now. But I think that's what's spoken to me just kind of over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of really um, grasping and understanding that. Where it's like you said, it's like trying to make things more complicated and difficult than they are. But it's like, no, it's like, no, fear, fear y'all. Understanding who he is. Respect him and his authority. Submit to him and his authority. Yeah. And keep his laws, his ordinances, right? Because like I said, that's the thing. One thing that 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 he that, that he showed me that I've been seeing is that he was he was building a nation. He was establishing his kingdom. And any kingdom has rules and regulations. You can't have a, a, a kingdom that does not have laws. Yeah. Right? So that's all he's saying is like to listen, to be a part of this king, this phenomenal kingdom that I'm establishing, these are the ordinances that are in place. So Honor me and who I am. Yeah. These commandments and you good. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. good out here. So yeah. So that's that's yeah. That has to be my favorite because it's like all this stuff that we chasing. Yeah. Fame, fortune. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all vanity. It's all mm-hmm. you know futile, right? Mm-hmm. And the things that's important is is fearing y'all and keeping this commandment. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Thank you, Ron. I mean, that's it. And I think this was an awesome conversation. So I thank you for taking the time to talk to me and just to share your, just your your thoughts on your relationship with God and just the stories. I love the face planting story and <laughs> your, your sleeping in church stories. So right. no, it's thank, so interesting to me, the, the similarities too. Like just when you grow up in the church, the things that you see and like, I just, it's so cool to me to hear someone else tell the story. Because I feel some, I think I felt a lot of times growing up as a pastor's kid that I was alone. And I'm like, this is so hard. But I think a lot of kids, a lot of us, we grew up in the same way. Just growing up in the church, whether you're a pastor's kid or not, yeah. there's this experience that's so unique. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, now listen, we was we was there. We was there Sunday, yeah. 
Uh, we was there. We were there in the morning, early before before service for Bible study or, or Sunday school. Then we, we had Sunday school. Then we were there for church. Yeah. We came back for the evening service. Then yeah. we was there for Wednesday Wednesday midweek service. Then we was in the choir, so we was there for choir rehearsal on Saturday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. no, nah, we was we spent. I, I spent a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? In in, yeah. in, in the church. You know what I'm saying? And I, once again, I've seen a lot of things, but in, in my experience, like I said, I never equated that to God. I just equated that to people. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I think overall, I, I, I would say it's a good experience growing up in the church. Like, yeah, I no, to, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, you know what I'm I have some memories for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, have, I have some great memories. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't. Yeah, people, people thought you know when I kind of left the institution, I had church hurt. I didn't have any church hurt. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, once again, I, yeah, it was. It wasn't church hurt. It was church awakening. Like I saw them singing yeah. stuff that yeah. that's common practice that shouldn't be. But no, I didn't. I didn't. Me personally, I didn't have any hurt. Yeah. Oh, thank you again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, you have a good night, and I will hear you on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Yeah, Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed today's show. New conversations are released bi-weekly on Thursday mornings. Follow us on Instagram at Profits and Prodigals. That's Profits, A-N-D, Prodigals. Visit our website at ProfitsandProdigals.com to follow our blog where we post information, insights, and resources about upcoming shows. Today's featured scripture is Ecclesiastes 12.13. Don't be shy. Grab a Bible and look it up. See what is being spoken directly to your heart and reflect. It's been a pleasure. I hope you'll join us again in two weeks. Take care.